Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, joined by Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. As we reported last week, Californians will get to vote in 2024 on whether to repeal Proposition 8, the state's dormant ban on same-sex marriage once and for all. A new poll shows the repeal is likely to pass in a landslide, and LGBTQ leaders hope it will to send a message to the rest of the country. Now, just to refresh everybody's memory, 15 years ago, Californians narrowly approved Proposition 8, amending the state constitution to ban same-sex marriage. That was later found unconstitutional by the U.S. Supreme Court legalizing gay marriage across the country. But that provision of Prop 8 remains in the California Constitution, a kind of legal zombie line in the law, which means if this Supreme Court or a future one were to reverse that earlier ruling, same-sex marriage could again be outlawed in California. So the state legislature has put a measure on next year's ballot to repeal Prop 8 and remove it from our Constitution. For more on this, we're joined live today on the KCBS Wing Central Newsline by Tony Huang, Executive Director of Equality California. That's the largest statewide LGBTQ rights organization in America. Thank you for being with us. All right, so first of all, maybe you can elaborate on why it's so important that that this provision be deleted from the California Constitution when same-sex marriage is already legal. Well, I just want to first say thanks for having me on the air. You know, I think, you know, even though, like you mentioned before, marriage equality is a law of the land, has been in California since 2013 and nationwide since 2015. But I think we all have seen with recent court decisions around civil rights, around abortion, we do not, um, you know, think that the Supreme Court can uh, respect precedent. And so because, you know, same-sex marriage has been around for not that many years, we want to ensure that we protect same-sex couples here in the state of California. And the fact that we have discriminatory language in a place like the Golden State, we felt that along with the legislators that are carrying this and many coalition partners, we thought it's time to remove this language from the ballot in 2024 and ensure that same-sex couples and their families are protected in the years to come. We understand that your organization commissioned a survey of, of how Californians are likely to vote on this amendment in November 2024. We mentioned it in the uh, in the open there, but we, we wanted to find out what you actually found. What were the numbers? Uh, we know we, uh, what we found is there's an overwhelming support for marriage equality in California that actually um, you know mirrors um, somewhat uh, across the nation. Um, at, at least 70%, I think 75% of respondents agree that everyone has a constitutional right to marry who they choose regardless of gender and, sex and sexual orientation. And the thing that I want to hold up um, is that, you know, this is bipartisan. Um, you know, I think as we look back to 2008 and just the horrible loss that it was for our community, the fact that we've gone so far in such a short amount of time where we have over 70% of Californians support the right to same-sex marriages is a testament to the hearts and minds that have changed over the years. So what do you think has led to that evolution of thought uh, from when Prop 8 passed to now? 
I mean, I think, you know, I, you know, Aquatic California, along with many organizations uh, and their constituents, um, did a lot of hard work to change hearts and minds. Um, you know, having folks come out to their friends and families and talk about why uh, marriage equality is so important. It's not just the legal rights, right? But it, it, it's the fact that you are respected as a neighbor, as a friend, as a coworker in your local communities. That, um, with hundreds of thousands of people doing the same in their own lives, has really led to the, the shift that you've seen nationwide in terms of acceptance around marriage equality. And then it'll be on the November 2024 ballot, which is a presidential year, of course, so there's sure to be really high turnout or higher than you'd get in another year. What kind of campaign does your organization envision running and how likely do you think it's, it is that there's going to be a well-orchestrated, you know, big dollar campaign against it? You know, it's um, unclear to see what the opposition campaign will look like. You know, I will say, again, you know, the initial conversations that we've had with um, folks that were involved the first go-round, um, as you saw in the votes in the legislature, um, they were bipartisan votes. And the fact that we had uh, folks uh, on the Republican side of the aisle um, vote, vote to support this uh, ACA was really, was really important for us. Um, and I think, you know, one proof point that we can see out there at the national level um, with the recent Respect for Marriage Act signing, uh, where there were a number of religiously affiliated institutions supporting the, uh, that federal bill, um, gives us some groundwork to lay as we prepare the campaign for 2024. Uh, one thing I'll say is that we really want it to be as broad as possible with that looping in um, labor, business, faith leaders. We really want to ensure that um, you know every segment of the broader community for California um, really shows up for LGBTQ plus couples across the state. You know, during the original campaign, just to kind of piggyback on what uh, Doug was uh, asking there, uh, we later learned that the Mormon Church in Utah poured in a bunch of money to pass Prop 8. Do you expect the same thing to happen this time around from other states? Uh, again, I, I can't speak to the, um, uh, the opposition, if there will be an opposition, and what that will look like. Again, all I can point to is just, um, you know, those similar institutions um, at the national level where they're able to um, support um, the federal bills that a number of coalition folks work on. Um, I, you know, I think that that may change for 2024. Again, all we can do is ensure that we are casting the broadest net possible in terms of building a broad coalition and um, reaching out to the folks that you mentioned uh, from all faith communities. You know, it's rare to get over 60% or even two-thirds of Californians to agree on a ballot measure. Why is it so important to you that this one pass in a landslide, not be 52-48 like Prop 8, but, you know, be 65-70% or even more. Why, why is that so critical, do you think? You know, I think, uh, especially in light of the attacks that are happening on LGBTQ folks across the country, I think it's important that Californians show, uh, send a clear message that Californians support the right um, from uh, living without discrimination, that they support their LGBTQ plus neighbors. Um, and ACA 5 will allow folks to vote on that and really show that we are in a community of inclusion and acceptance. Um, one thing I'll note is that, you know, we know this is not the end-all, be-all in terms of removing discrimination for our community. Um, part of this campaign will also uh, educate the broader public so that, one, this exists in the California Constitution and how we're remedying that, but also what are the fights ahead um, as, again, you know, the, uh, our community is being attacked, um, especially for political points for a number of right-wing politicians. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Tony Huang, Executive Director of Equality California. I hope next time we have a, a better phone line, but I think people got the message. Um, and he mentioned ACA. That, that's Assembly Constitutional Amendment. When the Assembly initiates an amendment to put on the ballot, it's, that's what the abbreviation is. So it'll be ACA 5. 
on next year's uh, ballot, November 2024. Thank you so much for being with us. And uh, remember, uh, you can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.